Hi there, I'm Lindsay Schwan. I'm Kelly Franks, and this is Permission to Explore, the podcast. We're combining our three decades in the fitness industry, decade in the wellness and coaching industry, and our lifetimes of spiritual and self-development journey to support you in making yourself a priority in your own life. This podcast is a combination of health science, brain science, mindset magic, and fun all rolled into one and gives you permission to explore you. What drives you? What do you truly want for your life? How can you make that happen? What's really holding you back? If you're tired of the people pleasing, overdoing, overcommitting, and the exhaustion that comes from it all, If you're wanting more time for yourself, more joy, more peace in your life, then stick with us. We're here for you. This is Permission to Explore, the podcast, and we're glad you're here. Now let's explore. It's episode three of Permission to Explore podcast, and today we're discussing a a retreat. We just wrapped a retreat uh, as we record this. It is June. Uh, so we just wrapped up one of our retreats. So we just kind of wanted to unpack here what that experience was like. What are what have we seen as some of the takeaways from this retreat? What were people telling us was really cool for them? Um, so Kelly, you want to give them a breakdown of like what this retreat was? Um, yeah, so this retreat was, it was actually our second, um, that had taken place in Humiston Woods, which is in Pontiac, Illinois. Just Google it, you'll find it. And it's a lovely little, um, like cabin, basically cabin in the woods. So there's nature trails and everything around this cabin. And we had, you know, some women that came, our retreats are mostly for women, (laughs) primarily for women right now, right now. Um, so we had several women that came, we did movement practices, which they were all really great at, even though I was going to say, even if they didn't think they were, (laughs) (laughs) and even though some of it may have been unfamiliar to them, um, wet such as you know pilates because i do pilates so so most of these women with the exception of one or two had not really done pilates before um but they did such a good job we did yoga um obviously zumba um which of course they all everyone loves zumba (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna go stand over here and shake my butt okay yeah everyone loves shake their butt shake out some of those um things going on we did meditation we had our health and wellness coaching session we talked about nutrition um we had some mindful discussion about our brains and those connections um and there was some things that came up during our coaching session our group coaching session that Lindsay ran um and it was pretty interesting how familiar or i don't know like magic how magical it was magical in that everyone almost had the same issue they weren't dealing with or Mm -hmm. were struggling to deal with yeah so we we always like i mean it's funny because this happened with our last retreat as well 
you know, the, the last, the, the retreat before this one, the September, 2020, <laughs> you know, when's a great time to launch a retreat, March 6th, 2020. 20. <laughs> <laughs> but we did it and we came out on the other side and it's just proof, you know, you, you're just going to work through it because life is going to life. We just never thought it was going to life that way. <laughs> you got to do the thing. You're just going to do the thing and keep putting one foot in front of the other. But even with that retreat, right? Like I knew half the participants at that retreat and the other half were brand new people to both of us joining that said, Hey, we want to join this. And, and then this retreat, I knew two of the participants, you knew everybody else, the rest, (laughs) right? But still they didn't know each other. That was the cool thing. Like this was just a new group of people coming together. And when you have that new group of people coming together and then over half that group going, I got this thing with work, right? Like to me, I'm like, that's magic. Thank you, universe. You know, bringing everybody together that has this similar struggle, the similar circumstance. And that even happened in the last retreat as well. But in that retreat, it was more like relationships type thing going on, spousal relationships in particular. Um, And it was funny because even with that, people are not really saying the thing and everyone else is going, "Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. this happened. Right. So that one where it was like, you know, um, I I don't even remember what it was, but it was like this circumstance happened and then this circumstance and this circumstance. And they're like, you know, my house flooded this, this, right. And three other people went, I had the exact same thing happen in that order. Right. Yeah. Like complete strangers. And it, I love it because that's the power of group coaching, right? Like what's most personal that seems so personal, this experience that I'm having and to be like, oh, look, there are other 15 people in this room that totally relate to that, which yeah. kind of takes that sting of personal out of it. Mm-hmm. Um But so, yeah, this retreat was, it was job, it was job related. And as we, you know, dig, dig into it, what's really going on, the problem is rarely ever the problem, right? right? The problem we're focused on is rarely the problem. And so what it came down to for all of everyone in there that was, you know, in that situation was, it's just time to have the conversation. Yeah. (laughs) And, and have the conversation removed from the expectations. And that's usually where we get stuck. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, when I say my mission is to help end self-suffering, that's what I mean. That cycle, that space in there where we get stuck in our minds, perpetuating a circumstance that we're already uncomfortable with, but we don't want to experience a different uncomfortable. So we're going to stay in this uncomfortable. And oftentimes that different uncomfortable, we're playing out a worst case scenario that we're not going to face. We're playing out all our biggest fears. And so we just perpetuate the fear. We Mm -hmm. perpetuate the very thing that we say we don't want. So if I'm afraid 
to have this conversation. I'm going to stay living in the fear of the conversation and perpetuating the fear. Right. Whereas if I just have the conversation with zero expectation, and that's again, where we get tripped up. It's like, but what if the conversation goes this way or this way or this way? And I want it to go this way. And it's like, you're never going to know until you do it. Right. Either way, until you go do it, you don't have the outcome that you want. You're not going to have the outcome that you want unless you try it. Right. <laughs> you know? But I, I agree with you. That was, um, that was kind of a really fun uncover right like that that so many people in that one space were like i gotta have this conversation at work i don't want to have this conversation at work you know just being able to like walk through it but then because we we've been in this space the past week is when we've gotten the messages sent to the group i had the conversation right Right. And the, all of the group being like, me too, me too, me right. too. Right. And how's it going? Well, it went like I thought I would. I feel a lot better now. Right? <laughs> 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 oh, the world didn't end. That's, that's what you mean. The world, the world didn't end. Um, right. cool. <laughs> Everything's going to come crashing down. Okay. Great. And you're yeah. alive. Great. Right? right, like I have a coach that would always say, "But did you die?" Right, <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. But did you die? Did so you die? <laughs> no, it's not not even close. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny. I was just talking about this yesterday um, with someone, and this this uh, interesting phenomenon of low self worth and high self importance. <laughs> Right. So, so how, when we find ourselves, I'm going to use the job situation um, as an example, when we find ourselves in a job situation, right, that we know is not necessarily a right fit. It's not aligned for us. Um, We definitely know that we're not showing ourselves our value within that position. And sometimes that looks like the amount we're getting paid. Sometimes that works looks like the amount of workload we take on. Sometimes that looks like the boundaries that we set within that job with our coworkers, right? So those are all like self-worth measures. How much am I willing to set boundaries to take care of myself? And when you have low self-worth, that can show up like doing all the things for the lowest price, right? (laughs) Like taking out all the work for the minimum pay or not asking for a raise. That's another way, right? Like just not going in and having the conversation. That's a self, that can be a self-worth thing. But then what also shows up is the minute we start going, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm setting a boundary here. And we start playing out, but this is going to be really hard on my coworkers. What are they going to think about this? And and I'm the one that always does this. How is this going to get taken care of? And now you're into your self-importance as if no one else is able to do the thing that you do, (laughs) right? Like if Kelly were to move, if Lindsay were to move and have to leave clients, right? 
it's as if I'm saying my clients are never going to be able to find another trainer, another coach. What are they going to do? Like you're in your self-importance now that you're the only one that's capable. Right. Right. And it's this weird, like, phenomenon, this weird balance there. It also shows up in, um, I would say almost like the boundaries way, right? That we have our, um, where we should be taking responsibility for things we often put on other people and the things that don't have anything to do with us, we take on as our responsibilities or we personalize it. Like they're completely opposite. (laughs) And so seeing this pattern and just having, again, to navigate that razor's edge here of where am I valuing myself? Where do I want to spend my time and energy and attention? What's the highest and best use of my time and energy and attention? And then just declaring, yeah, that's what I'm going to do to take care of me, to respect me and do that process respectfully, right? Within work. But unless your intention is screw you, right? Like it can't be disrespectful. That's their response, right? So unless you're going in being like, I'm going to destroy this, burn it down, right? Like, I hope you all suffer. You can't be disrespectful simply for saying, hey, I got to go take care of me now. Right, right. right. That's why setting we That's yeah. your boundary. Yeah. It's your boundary. And also that's why we have like two weeks notice or a resignation. Like we generally give a date so that things yeah. can be worked out. Right. right. Like, oh, that exists. Right. So, right. I don't know. It's just so funny when I, you know, when I, when this comes up in a, in that retreat setting and so many people are like, I'm in this and being able to navigate, um, okay, mm-hmm. what's really going on? Why aren't you having the conversation? Right. What's really going on underneath that? Which of these subconscious drivers are running the show? Two of them, right. all of them, you know, like, which we speak about the six subconscious drivers for most people um, that play out one way and another, all the ways, you know, um, control, fear, security, mm-hmm. uh, the need to be right, the need to be liked or at least not disliked, or the need to look good or at least not look bad. And, and in many cases, all of those are showing up in different ways. So we're avoiding having that conversation to even get the ball rolling. All right. Right. <laughs> That's my spiel. <laughs> I, get, I get worked up on these things, this topic. It's, uh, you know, the psychology. That's your thing. It's, it's, like, your thing. it's like, I really love coaching and helping people get to the other side of this to do the thing they want to do. It's <laughs> right. 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 It's, you know, um, and the interesting thing, in addition to that, is that you and I also were having the same things going on, but, you know, obviously we're not talking about it because it's not, it's about the group. It's not about what's going on in our situation, but we also had work things yeah. going at the same time. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I think is really uh, magical about 
particular retreat is that not only did the people participating have work stuff going on, but we also had work stuff going on. Yeah. And, and encouraging people like step into your true self, right? right. Really right. value yourself and you, you authentic you and bringing you authentically into the world taking responsibility for what you want and taking responsibility for doing the things you need to do to get there, for being the person you need to be to do the things you need to do to have the outcomes that you want. And, and meanwhile, behind the scenes, we're like, we're going to do the things we need to do. <laughs> like, like, we're stepping into this. We're, we're going to do all the things we're saying. We're doing <laughs> <laughs> what's also funny is because like, I don't know, I look at that concept of like new level, new devil, right? Like I've, I, I, I've left the corporate job before. Like I've yeah. left that world before a, a few times, right? Like knowing I don't, it's just not for me. But when I get into my scarcity, that's the first thing I do is I go back, right? When I get into that insecurity or especially money insecurity, I'm like, you just go to the, the stable job, which 2020 has taught us anything is that there's no such thing as a stable job. Right. <laughs> it's all an illusion. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, when you, when you, when you make these changes, right? When you do level up, per se. I'm just using that as a phrase, right? This is your status quo. This is what you're used to. This is what you know. And you make that decision and you take that next step and you raise the bar, so to speak. Once you get to that bar, those drivers that were still driving you here are still driving you here, but in a different way, right? They show up in different ways. They, they, they start to drill away in your mind in different ways. And so as much as we can move the bar and just keep growing, right? You're, the, 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 the problems don't go away. Right. Ideally, we look at what those drivers are when you're here. And then most of the time when we can really face those uh, subconscious drivers, now instead of going like this, you just go like this, right? Everything becomes easier. And it's not because the problems go away, but because you're far more equipped to handle the problems, which makes the process easier. Right. They don't just disappear. So that's the, the funny thing is that Kelly and I may be you know, working through job things and stepping into those and really valuing it at a little bit of a different level. But it doesn't mean we're not still working through the same things. We're just like right. aware, oh, it, this is happening. <laughs> like, we've yeah. looked at those drivers and been like, oh, this is what plays out for me. I see a pattern here. <laughs> Bringing awareness to the pattern and then moving through that pattern. Right. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I've gotten to the point in, I mean, I've worked in corporate too. <laughs> I also left corporate, um, you know, and I have gotten to the point that I had this conversation with someone the other day. If it doesn't 
if it doesn't light you up and it doesn't feed your soul, then you can say no. Mm -hmm. um, and it's okay to say no because saying no to something is saying yes to yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes saying yes to things that don't light you up, they don't fuel your soul, you're saying no to yourself. Mm -hmm. And and it's all about like again creating that space and and I think a lot about the concept of like operating in a vacuum, right? So like if if you're if all of your time is on these things that don't light you up, that you're not excited about, that you feel like you have to do, right? And it's because of fear. It's because of scarcity. It's because of what if. You're staying in this space. And therefore, because you're in that space, thinking of it the way that you are, you are not open to seeing the other possibilities or the other opportunities around you. You're still in that same space. And especially when that space is a heavy feeling or it's a restricted feeling, a contracted feeling, you're going to keep attracting that, that feeling. But the right. minute you can open up and say, no, 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 I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to step into this and I may not have it all figured out, but I truly trust that I am going to take care of me. It may not be the easiest process, but the process becomes easier when it's something you love, when it's something you want to do, right? And oftentimes what happens when we do that, bing, like we've literally created the space for something to come in. It's, um, what is that? Like, uh, is it Parkinson's law? I think is that like the container will always be filled no matter what the container is. So, you know, I always think of it as an LA traffic on the freeway, no matter how many times we wind the freeway and we ride in the freeway, it will always be filled with cars. Right. Built, right. Right. So no matter how much we keep shoving things into our schedules or making these things to make it happen until we create some space, nothing else can flow in. But as soon as we create that space, guess what? Things will flow in right. and more becomes a matter of, are you attuned to it? Are you aware of it? Or are you still in your same loop and story and pattern? Right. So, I mean, that's kind of the fun thing with, with coaching, right? Is we all have these blind spots and you can do this work on your own. Absolutely. Right. Oh, but yeah. we all have our blind spots and you can't see your blind spots. Right. <laughs> so if you ever feel like, like I'm doing all of this, I'm all about law of attraction and I am all about self-development and my life hasn't changed, probably blind spot in there. You're probably operating in a pattern that you don't see as a pattern because you can't see your patterns in that way right. until, you know, we shine a light on it. <sighs> Yay. Well, what else stood out to you from that retreat? I would say the after, you know, that the people actually had the difficult conversation or they actually had you know, they went through the difficult decision or they just did the thing that they were so afraid of doing prior to. I mean, I think that's huge because yeah. the thing is that, you know, with these retreats, we don't just see you for two days and then 
bye bye, go off and have you know have, have a good life. We follow up like we want to know if you did the thing, if you're you were able to do the thing, if you still are struggling to find a way to do the thing. Like we're still here for you after the retreat is over, and we because we want to know. We want to know if you're if you still need our help, if you are not able to make the thing happen or whatever. So it w- it has been nice to get information back from those people saying, I had the talk. Mm-hmm. I got an email from our um, member at that retreat that was um, going to the wedding out of state and was really nervous about it. And she, she emailed me right before she left. And she just said, I'm heading to the wedding. It's going to be good. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to be me and I'm going to trust myself and I'm just going to show up and be me. And I'm going to put up some boundaries and like, as a, yes, keep me posted. Right. Like, um, I mean, and that may sound really simple, but we make it uh, much more complicated yeah. than it needs to be. Absolutely. And that's the self-suffering part. <laughs> Get out of your yeah. own way. <laughs> right. Get out of your own way. And like, you are, you have to be you. You are the only you there is. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is no other you. There's no other Lindsay. There's no other Kelly. Like you are you and mm-hmm. you're here for a reason. Like mm-hmm. you're here to be you. Yeah. And that's another, another interesting um, concept. Like, you know, you and I know that a lot of the work that we do really boils down to self-worth, self-love, self-esteem, right? right. And, and and those self-respect, self-trust, right? It comes back to us and the way that we view ourselves. But there's this, like, I've come across this interesting distinction that helped, like, clarify that for me. And, and some people have high self-worth, low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Some people can have very low self-worth, but high self-esteem. Some people can have low of both. Some people can lo- have, you know, high of both and every mix in between. So when it was presented to me, like self-worth is the reverence with which you hold yourself, right? The belief that I am worthy of anything I want simply because I'm a human being on this earth. And a lot of people go, yeah, 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 I got it. But do you get it? Yeah. Do you like understand that or do you know that? And most of us don't know that. We think that, you know, that that phrase is like, you know what? I'm going to buy the large pizza because I'm worth it. Like, what makes you think you're, what, wait, your worth is dependent on a pizza? Like, that's what we're doing, right? Like, you're worth it anyway. What's the pizza got to do with it? You can literally just say, I'm buying the large pizza because I want it. Because I want it. Right? Then we have self-love, which are the actions we take that show how that reverence we hold ourselves in. Right. Mm -hmm. So self-love can absolutely be, I go get a massage once a week. 
because I know that my body feels better and I function better when I have that massage. That is a matter of self-respect and self-love, right? Mm -hmm. It can also be, I put up boundaries. Yeah. That is self-love, right? Then we have self-esteem, which is its own different kind of ball game, right? And self-esteem is that honoring of your natural strengths and skills and how they are valuable in the world and the way that you use them in the world. That is self-esteem. And that is where we can also get lost in this idea because if we look at the world and say, you know, Craig and Eddie are very analytical, smart guys. And if I start going, I'm not as good as them because I'm not as math smart as them. I am completely shutting down the skills and strengths that I have. And that is the self-esteem. It's honoring those skills and strengths that you naturally have in the world. And so there's like these three moving parts of it that get us wrapped up. And again, it comes back to that like self-suffering thing. When we get into the comparisons, when we get into the expectations of how it should look to be successful, how it should look to be worthy of success, happiness, health, whatever, that's where we can really get caught in our own stories. And and again, cause the suffering that we don't recognize that we're causing. (laughs) Right. Right. And it shows up too, like even in this past retreat, right? How many people were like, I've never done Pilates before, but uh, try it and it's going to be a disaster, right? Right. Like that last tag and it's going to be a disaster. Like why, what makes you believe it's going to be a disaster? Right. The expectation that it's going to be perfect the first time you do it, like, okay, like... (laughs) Are you like, where's that space of being like, it, it may not go perfectly. That's okay. Right. Right. That's okay. Right. right. So it's, it's just interesting how these like play out. And it's funny because, you know, a lot of times, again, as we'll see it is, you know, humor is an excellent tool for challenge and stress and anxiety, but not when it comes at the cost of yourself and self-deprecation and, you know, like, don't get into that game because now you're verifying and validating those beliefs that are already keeping you stuck, that are already keeping you where you're at. Um, so we see that a lot in in terms of trying a new modality, right? We had yoga and Zumba and Pilates at this retreat. Um, and, you know, it's really interesting. And some people are like, yoga, got it. I can do that. And then, you know, they're like, oh, Pilates, I don't know about that. And then Zumba, there are some people that are like, yeah, I'm just not doing that. (laughs) Not even, not even going to try it. I'm going to go go for a walk. Right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Going to go for a walk now. (laughs) Walks outside. All right. We're not going to make you do it. Uh, We're not going to make you do it. We like for you to try it. But I'm not going to make you do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, overall, I mean, we had we had great feedback. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, everyone really enjoyed it. And it was a really good group. I think we had some big ahas in there. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. But I agree with you. It was that that magic of 
oh, we're all we're all working through roughly the same thing. Right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. How are we? How is it that we're all dealing with the same? Because that's just how it works. It yeah. just goes that way. And the nice thing is, is that you know, even though there was only two ladies that knew each other, right? Nobody mm-hmm. else knew the other people. Um, they all were because they were all sort of working through the same thing. They were all able to help each other, mm-hmm. you know, like work through the thing. And after, like I said, we, we stay in contact with everyone. The other people in the group also are like, that's awesome that you did the thing, you know, I'm so yeah. proud of you and la la la. So like everybody is collective in wanting to make sure that the difficult thing that you needed to do before you got there was you were able to do it when you left. Yeah. And I mean, how, how often have we been in, you know, a, um, a retreat, an event, a, say a, you know, a motivational speaker situation when you're there at the thing and you're like, yeah, I can totally do this. I got this. Like you feel good. You feel pumped. And then you go home and it's like, oh, hey, here's my, here's my normal life and pattern. And uh, yeah, you know, right. There's all the cheerleaders now. (laughs) Yeah. Where are cheerleaders at? But, but not only that, it's, it's because like, this is what I think what we do is so valuable is, is we're not just telling you go do these things, right? We're really looking at what's underneath the surface that is blocking the doing Mm -hmm. or is keeping you not doing, right? right? We're looking at those drivers underneath because as you and I know, you can do all day damn all damn day long doesn't mean it's effective doing right right doesn't mean you're going to get where you want to go just by doing right so if you have some of those things underneath and again like we said earlier the problem is rarely the problem but because you're so focused on this problem you don't see the underlying and so that's where it's really important to go are there patterns here Have I found myself in this problem before? Right. If so, (laughs) I may have some digger, deeper digging to do. And I think that's why what we do at the retreats is so valuable. And people are able to leave and go do the thing. Right. Because now they have this clarity around like, oh, that's why I've not been having the conversation. That's why... I, as miserable as I am, I feel safer not having the conversation. I feel far more comfortable in this feel like crap than I'm afraid I will in this feel like crap, right? <laughs> like in order to avoid being uncomfortable, I'm going to stay in the uncomfortable that I know. Right, right. Um, and so when we can really dig into those, now it's like, oh, okay, I can easily go do that thing. I can easily go and take the action um, because I don't have all the other stuff underneath it. (laughs) Correct. So, um, I mean, like I said, as we're recording this, it's June, but we do have doors are open. 
for our September retreat, our September Permission to Explore Humston Woods retreat. So make sure you check out www.permissiontoexploreretreats.com. All the information is there. Um, We'd love to see you at a a future retreat. Yes. And help you do the thing. (laughs) Help you do the thing. (laughs) I know. It feels so like ambiguous, right? The thing, you know, wherever you want to go. That thing yes. you want to do, <laughs> but yes, it's 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 all it all boils down to some of the same stuff. Whether it's health related, career related, relationship related, financial related, all of it, they're still going to have those subconscious beliefs, those limiting beliefs, those unconscious desires. Um, and and again, where where I think we really excel is combining the mental, the physical the spiritual, like all of the emotional, all of those aspects of a human, because those all work together. (laughs) It's not just one aspect. It's all encompassing. Um, So that's what we tackle. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right, Cal. Well, it's good to see you again. Thank you everybody for joining us and we will catch you in the next episode. Yep. If you're serious about making changes in your life, whether it's health-related or life-related, if you're serious about making yourself a priority and you're ready to take care of you, and if you're wanting to be part of a community who will support you in those endeavors, then our upcoming Permission to Explore retreat is for you. For many people, their work with us begins here. Because as you know, the never-ending to-do list, constant exhaustion and stress, and putting yourself last is not working. Let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time when you felt that deep, visceral knowing that something in your life needed to change? If so, please hear me when I say this. For most people, the problem they think they have is rarely ever the problem. If you're like most of the women we work with, you rarely ever pause to breathe and relax, let alone get quiet and examine what it is you truly want and why. With all the stuff swirling around in your head, would you even be able to answer the questions or hear the questions? Would you trust the answer? It's a broken strategy keeping you stuck in the exact same cycle you're in right now. The fact that you're still listening to us here tells me that you've probably already discovered that doing more to take care of yourself isn't going to cut it. You mean like staying up way later than everybody else just to have some me time? Yeah, yeah, you've been there? Uh, Yeah, Uh, it doesn't work. Making yourself part of the to-do list like another box to tick is not helping. Stop making self-care something you do start making it a way of being. You're starting to realize it's time to explore why you're doing all the things, keeping so busy, and then putting yourself last in the first place. You're also probably realizing that if you don't start making your emotional and physical and mental well-being a priority, things are only going to get worse. Long-term change doesn't happen overnight. And it often doesn't happen without support. Blind spots are called blind spots for a reason. You don't know what you don't know. We've made it our mission to help women just like you let go of all the things that aren't serving you 
that are causing unneeded suffering and extra stress and create lives you truly can enjoy. That's why we've put together our upcoming Permission to Explore retreat so that you can begin to discover what's really going on underneath those behaviors so that you can make the positive changes you need to make to truly experience and enjoy your life. Join us on this journey to explore what it looks like to care for all the people and things in your life that matter while putting yourself at the top of that list. During this weekend, you'll explore your true wants, desires, and motives through some journaling. And then you'll navigate what you discover with coaching. You'll move that emotion that will surely arise from some movement in your body, getting out of your head and into your body. And you'll receive all the tools you'll need to implement the behaviors that will get you where you want to go. This is your next step to choosing to put yourself at the top of your priority list. To learn more or to register, head over to www.permissiontoexploreretreats.com. If you have any questions, feel free to email us and we're happy to answer. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, we're here to help. Send us an email. Is there something you'd like to dive into deeper or learn more about? Send us an email. You can reach us at permissiontoexploreretreats.com. If you want content like this daily, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Permission to Explore Retreats, as well as our personal handles, Kelly Pilates, that's K-E-L-L-I-E Pilates, and Coach Lindsay Swan is Coach underscore Lindsay underscore Schwan. If you type in coach underscore Lindsay with an E underscore S, it'll come up. I know it's a lot. I'm sorry. Lastly, a request, if you would, please leave a review or a positive, empowering, helpful comment and share with those who you think will find value. If you find value, others will too. We're on a mission to help women just like you step into their personal power and experience more joy in life. Just imagine the impact we can have together simply by sharing. We truly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much.